To another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 22, and today we're going to be talking about the new Disney film, Artemis Fowl. If that's what you want to call it. Disney film. Yeah, if you want Movie. to call it film. Uh, so, this was Jacob's pick. We got a beer here. We do have a beer here. Beer here! So I got this beer because... I like the look of the label that you guys can't see. <laughs> what if you follow us on time? I'm going to describe it in extreme detail. Just wait. So mine looks like... <laughs> no, this beer is called Stranger Than Fiction. It is from Collective Arts... Art Brewing. <laughs> it says art twice. Collective well, they, Arts Because they art do brewing. art and brewing. <laughs> and they're out of Toronto. Canada. Toronto. Toronto. Sorry, eh? So is our first Canadian beer, correct? It is our first Canadian beer, as far as I know. Yep. <laughs> I think so. Sounds about right. And I always have liked this brewery whenever I went out to Toronto. So it's a porter, and it's the first porter, I guess. That too. Yeah. It's a couple lot of, of firsts here. A couple of firsts. You know... I don't know if there's like a description or anything on this. No. Nope. Is Hamilton the same thing as Toronto? It says brewed by it's, Collective Arts yeah, in Hamilton. Yeah, it's pretty much Toronto. Uh, yeah, but also it says uh, uh, the art is from Toronto. There we go. No. The art's from Windsor. Oh, mine's mine from Windsor. is from Oh, there we go. That's Nevada. why it's confusing, guys. <laughs> the art's from all over. So where is this from? It's still Canada. <laughs> Hamilton, Ontario. Ham- Hamilton. I'm going to guess that's probably basically Toronto. We can look at real, real I mean, fast. Here. My artist was Kate O'Hara from Reno, Nevada. Garrett Darley from Toronto, Ontario. Chris Salusniak. I probably pronounced that perfectly. <laughs> he would be proud. Windsor, Ontario. Shout out to you listening. Salusniak. <laughs> I know you're in the audience there. <laughs> okay, yeah. Porter, dark. Delicious. Hamilton is on the way to Mississauga. So almost it's right to there. Tr- almost it's to right there. Then. Yeah. Oh, wait, I've been through there. Yeah, well, you drive, we drive <laughs> through it, yeah. That's okay. why it's so familiar. And I did find some details. So Stranger Than Fiction, the name of the beer, <laughs> is a full-body porter with plenty of roast flavor and hints of molasses. Ridiculous amounts of chocolate and pale ale malts make this porter a smooth and creamy brew. It, they use Cascade and Nugget hops. Yep, that's, that says on the can. That's so the description we got. What's the difference between a stout and a porter? Porters tend to be bitter, more bitter, because originally they were a brown ale mixed with a um, pale ale, so that's why you get those pale ale hops. Mm. And they were called porters because they would give them to the portsmen 
in like Ireland. Interesting. Because they would give them old beer. It was actually technically a stale beer and they would mix it with a fresh pale, a stale brown mixed with a pale ale. Interesting. And then it just got progressively darker. And here we are. Yep. All right. I love well, a good porter. I can't wait. Let's try it out. Hopefully Jay, it's a good one. Hair the dog a little bit here. So let's try this first. Yum. Love it. Mm. I love a good porter. It's good. I know. It's a lot of chocolate. <laughs> it's a lot of chocolate. Though. It has a very it's a like ridiculous mouth. amount. Yeah, it's it has like a mouthfeel to it. They like were a, not lying. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Delicious. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to put this one down yet. <laughs> we're going to sip on this one a little bit more. So, little hair of the dog. <laughs> Got a little... <laughs> A little too turned up last night. Didn't even do his, do his taxes yet. <laughs> I haven't even done my taxes. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it's a sitting spot right now. Got to say. Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's and Porter. <laughs> so we're going to try to keep our thoughts collected here. But rally. The, hangover <laughs> is, rally. the hangover is real, boys. <laughs> Kyle luckily, is uh, struggling. Luckily, I don't think I need to use my brain too much to watch Artemis Fall. So. No. <laughs> What are you talking about? You didn't get that <laughs> hidden theme? Yeah. You yeah. didn't see the twist? What a cursory <laughs> glance. I might have missed. Uh, Josh was asking me something. After, we'll get into it in the review, but he was asking me something like, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> Which I don't know if that's my fault for being home. He's like, I couldn't remember. Movie, I like, couldn't even remember how it, it started. Was the literally fault. couldn't. It was I, the movie's fault. Yeah, it's like, well, I don't even know, dude. I thought it was so. Okay, we're not even there yet. Though. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need to introduce this. Okay. Only featured review. Artemis Fowl literally just came out. Fowl, the key, Friday the key word. Straight to uh, straight to Disney, Disney Plus. Okay, twelve years. Artemis Fowl, um, directed by Kenneth Branagh, written by Connor McPherson and Hamish McColl. Hamish, that was, that was the screenplay, and then the book is uh, Eowyn Colfer. Yeah, Eowyn Colfer. I'm sure that's an Irish name. Oh yeah. Um, no, as the book is <laughs> set in Ireland. Um, plot synopsis reads Artemis Fowl a young criminal prodigy hunts down a secret society of fairies to find his missing father let's take a listen to a clip and he always shared his discoveries with me the only thing he kept private was his journal then that's what we have to find I wouldn't know where to begin to look could your father have ever given you a clue as to where to start he never told me how to start but he may have told me how to end End. Yeah. He read the same poem to me every night before bed, and every time he left. May the road rise up to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. May the rains fall soft upon your fields. Who wrote this poem, Arte? Nobody knows. That's just it. And how do you find it? It's known as the Irish Blessing. It's a journal. It's Dad's journal. Stars. Okay. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mention uh, the, the cast. Stars Ferdia Shaw, Lara McDonald, Josh Gad, um, Colin, uh, Colin Farrell's in it for 
about a total of 10 minutes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> On so. screen time. And I guess I should say Nanso Anazi. All right, what would you guys think of Artemis Fall? Well, <laughs> so I was going into this, like not, okay, I was not expecting it to be good. So, right. Uh, but I was hoping for a good time because I loved these books like when I was little. I don't remember. But you kind of knew, yes, yeah, so you kind of knew I what knew the, the world, story I knew or the characters. I definitely remember. You knew the, what it was trying to do with the story because of the books. No. That's the thing. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying though. Is you oh, know yeah. what to expect. Like this yeah. is what this this is the story that I'm expecting to yeah. see. Yeah, I read. The I didn't first, know any of that. Yeah, I read the first three books too. Yeah, yeah. we were both into them like yeah, a lot. So I already good. knew the characters going in. So I'm like, the okay, universe, it would be cool everything. to like maybe a little nostalgia bomb coming back into something that I haven't a world that I haven't looked at in, since elementary school. And kind of seeing what they would do, like yeah. you always like when you're reading, you're you have to visualize things yeah. yourself, and then it's like, how are they going to bring it to life, you know? And and yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, there was like almost nothing to like about this movie. Okay, the characters, which I already knew about and already came in with a sense of caring about the characters, cared less about the characters after watching this movie, <laughs> like. They did no building up of any kind of relationship between anybody. And then they tried mm-hmm. to have all these like deep moments, like yeah. so many of them. <laughs> None of them were deep because you didn't care about any of the characters. It felt like I hated the narration thing. Oh, I know. The, like the it started framing out, device yeah. is so bad. <laughs> it literally starts out where it's like... And Josh Gad frame, uh, narrating everything. And then it doesn't make sense either. Like what he's saying... Because he's talking to... I know, I'm someone. like, who's what he talking to? What he's saying to? doesn't yeah. make sense. How did <laughs> he get in well, there? I'm like, wait, who is he talking to? Us yeah. or the people? Because I thought it was like an interview. Yeah, like, exactly. Like he's being interrogated. Exactly. Then it's like he was talking to an audience. And I was like, <laughs> I'm so confused now who he's talking to. And then the whole like first half of the movie just felt like a montage. Like cutting through with little scenes from little parts all the way through. And I'm just like... What the heck is going on? It yeah. was so hard to follow. And yeah, I'm very. like, okay, where's present time now? <laughs> like, cause some parts would be so long and like, Oh, okay. We're catching it. And then you go back to the narration thing. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm like, when is it going to, what is the point of anything? And they had the MacGuffin of, we need to find this powerful thing, the yeah, all powerful right. thing. Yeah. Because they said, it, they said because the, the thing, it does the thing, you know, it's, it's all powerful thing. Well, I would just assume that was the book. I don't remember that device in the book one. I'm sure it was there, but it, they didn't talk about it like this movie. It did. didn't matter. Like it's like what was it? What was the point? I don't know. Maybe they were going to do that in the sequel. I already forgot what it was called. And they said it like the Axios or something. The Oculus, something like that. Like it matters. <laughs> the acorn. I'm just saying, like, that's how forgettable yeah. this is. It's a thing they had to find. That was, yeah. That was it. <laughs> they had to find the thing. That yeah. was in the. That literally was the whole movie. And guess what? The thing was there the whole time. <laughs> yeah. In the house. It was yeah. in the well, house. Don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, don't so. Watch, don't watch this. Yeah, movie. let's just yeah. do general thoughts, Josh. What are you, yeah, what are you uh, saying? I thought it was god awful. I mean, there was really. 
other than maybe a special effect or two. Yeah, there was a couple no of redeeming qualities of this movie whatsoever. That's where I landed with my score. I thought just the special because effects were terrible. Most, but there was some that I was were saying. That's what yeah. I was saying. Like there was some instances where I was like, you know, passable, but for the most part, it was yeah, pretty. So that didn't horrible. bring it was up like a nothing. Lot, but I mean, just the overall, like like you said, the time, like time, whatever didn't even line up i didn't know what the hell was going on like it just felt i don't so know rushed. and it just got like i don't know how i was gonna do it but it just kept getting worse mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it started off bad and i thought it was gonna be like at least maybe get redeemable better somewhat, yeah and it got worse and worse this, like this is like a movie that like, even insults the intelligence of children <laughs> yeah it's so just, obviously this is supposed to be somewhat of a kid's movie they won't um, enjoy this but yeah i the think books weren't even though because i feel like the the books re- are ya for sure genre. i know but it's like like you wouldn't be able to like it's a not a difficult read but it's not like you know geared towards eight-year-olds <laughs> yeah it's yeah definitely not like 13, i would say it's probably say young a, teen it's to, probably appealing to the age of the characters which is 12, yeah, 12 or 13 to 14 probably yeah so which it's not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's so I don't, dumb. It's just so dumb. Well, I don't know how they would follow this movie because it's like... I couldn't. And like the set pieces too like are not even that interesting for kids. So like all these scenes That's that our, are set like, in like this magical this world for? or... Yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't get it, but I didn't like it at all. I mean, we're, we're all on the same page. It's no surprise that it's just... It's poorly made. It's very poorly acted. Yeah. Uh, the kids were terrible in this. Bad. The fairy Artemis Fowl was terrible. The taking out those glasses like multiple yeah. times this scene, and then all the one liners. Oh, when when they shut the like that one cage like yeah. screen, like she even though it was a ca- like a holes in the. I cage. know. I said the yeah. same what thing. What is this? Oh, he can't hear now, and then he opens it back up. <laughs> yeah. Then closes uh, it. Again. Yeah, just Sorry. things like that. Like logic in the movie is non-existent. Logic. Yeah. Uh, Acting wasn't exactly, oh the writing was really bad like like things like that that I'm talking about where the screenplay and just like and then combined with the acting so like I really want to put in the clip of like it was like one of the last scenes where they were walking through the house every time Artemis Fowl and the butler like have a conversation it's like we're going to do this and then and then that's just like the line delivery is like one after another it's like boom 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 and like there's no gosh emotion or anything like behind re- it it's just, just like pan like deadpan reading, reading of lines yeah. yeah and it's just he, he reads his line boom then the guy says his line and then boom he says like i have to put an example of i it didn't cry for the I? clip because it's oh my god yeah, that scene was so bad that's what i was saying that scene was meant to be like so heartfelt and stuff i'm just like my oh, how the, long are they gonna spend on this some of the worst things were all the one-liners or like the punchlines like oh, she gets comedy? out of the, she yeah. walks out and goes top of the morning Oh, that was oh my god! That was the funniest part because it was so bad. It's like, but there was a bunch of it's those. Like, like they just kept bad, doing actually. those like one liners. Yeah. yeah, the ship opens up. She's like, top of the morning. Top of the morning. <laughs> that was so, so funny. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I laughed. It was like one of those that made you laugh because it was yeah. so much it made bad. you cringe. Yeah, like, exactly. You're just like, oh no, they didn't say that. Oh, I loved it. But it was like a B movie. Yeah, humor. it was just like that whole that whole scene with the time. And what the was, house, the like, time was so stupid. Too. Okay, I don't so get the point of they that. do an example of it in. Island. They do an example <laughs> of it in uh, down like a Dublin Square, or whatever or Ireland, 
and like it freezes everybody right and then they do the same thing over the over the manor but, but no they don't freezes. freeze inside like how yeah, does they it work explain that at all because <laughs> like everybody like people it, humans freeze it's supposed to t- stop time so it makes sense they can't move and then they do it at artemis fowl's house but everyone him, can the move. butler like all those people are not t- frozen fr- in time that's what i'm saying they could have froze was... and walked in grabbed the ferry and walked out yeah so, right <laughs> like what was the whole point of freezing it anyway my understanding was so that they could do stuff that's so people wouldn't see them that right. is the point but if no one stopped and now there's this like you can see it from the outside it's just giant ball it's not invisible yeah right and, and nobody stopped anyway. inside, so what is the point? Of yeah, there's so many instances where they're like, oh, we can't get exposed to the outside world. And they do all these things to that expose themselves. That is so <laughs> obvious. Like, yeah. they could have just uh, snuck in there and dealt with the humans yeah. like, without giant time-stopping bubble that everybody can see. And it stops nobody inside of it. I know, and she's like... Well, the first time when she the fairy comes out and she's, like, flying over the city, like, solo. I'm like... Like any, there shows that couple oh, like eating yeah. lunch or something, and you're like, yeah. All they would have to do is look up for one second and see a fairy flying around. Like you just totally expose yourself. Yeah. Oh my god. Just like yeah, it's I can get over some of that stuff, but it just doesn't make like said the writing and everything. It doesn't. There's no logic in this. Makes no sense. And yeah, it's just. There was also some scenes like special effects for. Like special effects, like sake, sake, yeah. Like the entire centaur guy was just oh, god awful. Was, like, yeah, so what bad. was the point? And like, yeah. like just everything. Like instead of steps, they like the ground would just move up to follow him, and like all the there was like no buttons. It was like this, like moving desk that his hand was going into, and yeah, I mean, like you had to get. Do you know yeah. the budget for this movie? No. 125 prob- million. Yeah. Oh my God. I'll say like, it's prob- it was probably big. And they I'm really assuming they just wasted all that money on the special effects because. Yeah, but they don't even look good. That's what I'm saying. They, they were just used fine. so many of them. But like, dude, okay, <laughs> fine for, for what? Like this, okay, 125 million dollars. Again, we're gonna go back to most talk about upgrade. movie upgrade <laughs> on the show. They did so much more with so much less. $125 million. That's as much as, like, I would say a good amount of the Marvel movies probably cost about that much, except for the Avengers. That's more. But yeah. look at the effects like in those Black movies. Black Panther's probably around there. Even though I don't love them, the effects you have to hand it to them are really good. And, like, look at the troll in this. This is, like, barely passable for mid 2000s. And it's 2020. <laughs> and they had $125 million. It was just so bad. bad. It was real bad. And like, yeah, there's no redeeming qualities of this movie whatsoever. No, ever. it's all bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's I said, just other like, than the fla- a couple of flashes of yeah. effects, but even if the plot was like coherent, I think it would be more passable than it is. But with it being a kid's movie and it having an incoherent plot, it's like, I don't get how anybody's supposed to watch this. Yeah, it should be simple, right? <laughs> Kyle Jenkins. Like, and movies, they had the most simple They're usually dumb device, and like, there's usually bad acting, whatever. All those things are usually there, but there's an easy plot to follow. Well, look I at told Sonic. Josh, I said that this would be an easy watch. I was just going to say you jinxed it. He's like, well, good thing this movie's going to be easy watch. And, it was and I was not like even that. struggling to follow it the whole time because I was like, that yeah. was the most frustrating thing. Like this is made for kids and I can't even follow it. That's what's so stupid. Yeah, and it had such a simple plot device. It's like, get this thing, 
okay. how do you make that so confusing exactly yeah they just do i think they just add in like it's weird that it's so short but a lot of the scenes feel unnecessary like so when he goes like, to well, prison because like they're the so unconnected mulch like, when he goes to prison or whatever and there's the scene like with the goblin or whatever yeah it just seems like an extended drawn out thing that doesn't build his character up or anything it doesn't add anything to the movie why is it there it, they like use them <laughs> try to use them as comic relief and it wasn't yeah the, of all. course josh gad they have to squeeze as much comedy out of him as possible or try to but yeah we i sat right next to you and watched it neither of us laughed once except for the top of the top morning, of the morning. <laughs> top of the morning. <laughs> nothing was none of the comedy worked I, yeah yeah wow yeah it was so bad i don't know how this movie got made or so, how they made it so bad because I mean, I mean like, I, it's it, just it was and it was made way too late. So this you, like you said, you read these when you were younger. That yeah, was, no one is it. Are they even making books still? I don't, there's eight of them, but that's it. I, the last one, the I think, was like 2004 came. or something. Yeah, like this <laughs> should have been made mid 2000s. And that's it actually would fit better in that time because it looks it the looks effects like look it's like it's from that time. Like, this was just made so late. I don't know who this is appealing to. Because I remember those books being popular when we were young, too. But I don't know anybody that's talking about Artemis Fowl now. Well, no one's going to start <laughs> 2001 to 2012. Okay. So, even if it was five years ago, maybe. But, yeah. I don't know. This was in the process of development since 2016. Well, that should have never left. <laughs> I know. Should have just stayed in pre-production and... Left it alone. Just think how bad it would have been without those four years. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I don't. I don't have much much else to say on you it. You didn't really. really get any like because that universe is like pretty cool. Like it is cool. Yeah, like the books were like really like you felt pretty cool. Like I could see the books being like a little bit more appealing to a younger audience, but I, I just the mixing of this magical world and like the our world, the Lep Recon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, not good. for me not my cup of tea but well it's kind of like bright or whatever that one movie and stuff like that where you bring yeah. in like i liked bright or though. onward right Another yeah one. it's sim- yeah where it's like that a lot mixing with like yeah. modern time but it was modern time like a decade ago yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it feels like it yeah, but I could have lived with all the cheesy names and stuff if it was at least just enjoyable to watch, and it wasn't. It was a chore. No. Yeah, exactly. I just think that. I just think also directed by Kenneth Branagh. Like, I don't think he is the right fit for this. You know, like his He's clearly not the right fit for this. Yeah, <laughs> like he doesn't have much of a much of a uh, style, like as a director, really, because like. You don't watch a movie and be like, oh, yeah, this is a Kenneth Branagh movie. But I don't know. I mean, he's worked with Disney a lot before, so maybe that's why. Yeah, I don't, he just done a lot of Disney. He was free at the time. Needed money. Well, I guess, I guess in 2011, Marvel wasn't Disney yet, but he did direct Thor. Yep. Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want to rate it? Are we done? There's no spoilers for this, so. <laughs> yeah, don't watch it literally nothing is well i mean they i mean unless they unless it open-ended anyway maybe if you have yeah a, so like the enemy the bad guy in this is so funny watching this because they don't ever reveal who it is they they put a voice a uh what's a 
uh, what distortion. Or distortion, or like, yeah. They distort their voice. They never show their face. You don't know who and, it is. <laughs> and they and don't I reveal the books, it. I don't know who the and fuck now is. <laughs> they're never, never, never going to know because I highly doubt this, this gets get. a sequel. I thought it was funny from the beginning. They're like, hey, when they're like, I'm going to give you three days yeah. <laughs> to find this thing. I know you'll find. What I don't understand is why how did why was he? They never showed um, Mulch. Yeah, right. Get back into jail. So, so, like, why was he in that jail? Like, narrating the story. That's what. I, okay, yeah. This was the we question. Were, I was trying so to figure Josh out why said, he was how there. Did, yeah, why was he there? And he who, a tracking who device took him in his there? Belly, but like, why? I was trying to figure out. I'm like, wait, why was he? Because Artemis uh, they made it seem like it was part of a plan, but I don't know what right. that plan would have been. <laughs> yeah. Because he goes, man, yeah. damn, I lo- or man, I love my job. And he puts his glove on. It's like, what was your job like to what, tell yeah, a story? So he something? was in there from the beginning and he had the tracker in him the whole time. So what what it did it him- accomplish? What did it accomplish by Artemis? Having him be in there and to it get, showed to get hit the word out. It showed him getting arrested, arrested get by normal people at the very beginning because you had all the news co- companies. Oh yeah, yeah, he and was arrested. Then, yeah, exactly. So that, but then he was arrested at the manor. Right, but why? Because <laughs> and it was, just happens to be that he's the only normal size dwarf. Yeah, uh, and he wants to be small. So like when he gets arrested, it doesn't doesn't seem abnormal because he's a, a, the same size as a human right i just don't know <laughs> what what that had to do with his job or whatever i just don't i don't get that entire ending yeah i don't know i mean maybe that's explained maybe that would be explained later like yeah in the sequel uh, he's telling all of this for a purpose but i don't know what it he is said what he said what i think but i don't i didn't really i can tell you i cannot tell you <laughs> It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. I know it doesn't, but it's just another reason. Like none of it made sense at all. Why? Like just another. That's what I was saying. They took such a simple plot and made it com- so confusing. Yeah. By the weird, just framing of it. Yeah. I don't. There. I don't know. There was it's nothing. It's a mess. It's a mess. It is a mess. Well, let's rate this. At least mess. we didn't pay extra to go. Yeah. See this. Thank God. I would. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't pay anything for Disney anyway, but it's free on Disney Plus. I have a year free of Disney Plus. Thank God. Yeah. That's what I used to watch it. So the the band is still going strong. All right. Ratings. What do you want to say? I gave it a one. One out of five? I gave it a half star. I also gave it a one out of five. I gave it 10 out of 100. Because it Yikes. is still better than Jesus Rolls, but <laughs> that's why I had to give it a half star more. It's still yeah. a half. Why it's is still Jesus not a full one? I don't. Yeah, it's there's some. It is a mess and everything. There's just like some competence that keeps it from being like the the lowest of the low. Yeah, like me. you can tell that there was like some. Yeah, sure. Things there, like in the filming, movies like this need that. Like you yeah. know that they are the worst. So they need that. Half yeah, stuff. I mean, like honestly, it I probably star, could yeah, go but down. It's gonna, it's, it's like not gonna it succeed anyway. So it's already dropped. So yesterday, I looked at the letterbox rating. It was one nine. It's already down to one four. Yeah, in yeah. one day, it doesn't need. I, I mean, any help being. Terrible. I don't know. I could change it too. I, I could definitely see. I, it I just out. don't. I don't think there's any reason to give this movie anything worse, better than the worst score you can give it. I do, just because. Mm. Again, 
Yeah, I don't know. For me, I think it's I was, like splitting hairs at that point anyway. That's either yeah. way, it's terrible. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It needs to. It's already, for me. It no, feels good that I failed. I, I think maybe it's a one also because like I just don't care like with something like Suicide Squad, which I gave a half star. I'm just so passionately I mad about that, like how bad it is. So it wasn't that bad. Uh, yeah, it was but there you go. bad, but not that bad. That's just. I just don't movie. care about this. Like I'm never gonna. It's never gonna come up again. You know. Yeah. But movies like that, I've like always bring up as an example of being the worst. Anyway, all right. Don't watch Artemis Fall. It's foul. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if we have much else to say. I only watched one other thing. I didn't watch it. I had a busy. Josh week. didn't watch, watch any movies. Jacob, watched, did you watch any movies? I did. How many? One other one. Okay. Well, I mean, I watched The Godfather too, but that's coming to something else soon. Yeah. Godfather <laughs> Premium coming up soon. Um. Okay. Go. You want to start? You want to talk about your talk film? About... No, you go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I need to look at my notes first. Okay. Well, I watched Shirley, um, streaming on Hulu, and this is a 2020 movie starring Elizabeth Moss, Odessa Young. Uh, Michael Stuhlberg and Logan Lerman, directed by Josephine Decker. Uh, so this is about the horror writer. Um, What's her name? Uh, yeah, Shirley Jackson. That was who like, um, played, who Shirley? Elizabeth Moss plays. Um, and yeah, it's kind of just like a semi-biopic drama. Um, I don't know like how many liberties are taken with her story or her life or whatever, but it really just follows her relationship with this young girl that that moves in with them and during this time when she's so anxious she can't leave the house and uh, she's trying to write she's trying to do more do more writing and get get her work out um, so yeah I, I think I definitely could use maybe a rewatch on it but I also don't want to rewatch it <laughs> like it's it's well made and everything. Um, it's really well acted by Elizabeth Moss. She's always good. Always good. Yeah. yeah. Like, duh. Um, but I just didn't love the story and kind of like how it was told. Uh, I think they're going for some things that aren't like portrayed the best way or done the best way. I just wish it was like a little bit better and more impactful, you know, I think it was good, but not like amazing. So, but yeah, it's like you're pretty much watching it for it's, it's all, it's all in the acting really. Like there's not a lot of, there's not much else. It's just an intimate story. So it's pretty much on them. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. I think I gave it a three. Martin Scorsese, like executive producer. Yeah, I think I could use a rewatch on it because there were some things that were not confusing, but maybe that once you know what's going to happen, it's kind of comes together better, or you can kind of view it differently. It's not like a twist or anything. It's just <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's she's a horror writer, right? Yeah, it's like a drama though. Yeah, they put like I didn't know thriller in the in the genre also, but it's not. At really? all, like they, the story that she ends up writing is about this like missing college girl. So, it's it's weird. They they introduce this element like she, they're trying to figure out what happened to her, and she's also writing this novel at the same time about it. 
but they don't ever like not that I wanted a conclusion to that. It's just they almost like bring it in like that's the direction that they're going to go is to solve this mystery and then they don't do that. So it just seems out of place like to be there in the first place or like how they you just have to see it to know what I'm talking about how they go about it and how they introduce it makes it seem that way and then they don't do that. So it's like I said, not that I wanted that. It's just out of place in the movie to me. But I could use a rewatch. Interesting. Worth the watch? It's 2020, so... Yes. I mean, it's it's Three definitely going to be better than... It's definitely going to be better than some things like... Oh, what was that? Last Days of American Crime, which just came out on Netflix. I heard it was like really bad, but it's a 2020 movie, so I want to watch Last it. Day of American... The Last Days of American Crime or something like that. But, yeah. Or that 365... What was that? 365 Th- that Days. That looks bad. It looks so bad. Yeah, I mean, saying, like, if you're going to watch some 2020 movies to try and hit a number like me, and you don't want to watch bad ones, you could definitely watch Shirley. <laughs> then, <laughs> that's a high recommendation for Kyle. Well, if you know, if you need to watch 2020 movies and but here's you don't the have thing. anything else to watch, Somebody, and you you're bored out of your goddamn really mind, bored, so you just need something to and play. And you hate your life. This definitely this watch this movie. movie. <laughs> I can agree with somebody saying that they don't like it at all. I, I wouldn't agree with somebody saying that it's a bad movie because it's not. It's well made. I could see somebody not liking it because of the story, kind of like I said. I could see somebody loving it and connecting with it a lot more than myself. Like, I think Jacob could love it. I don't think you would love it as much. Probably not. But it could go either way. It's one of those movies that could go either way, and I could see both both sides equally. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Worth a watch. Just watch it for yourself. So the answer Let is me know. to my question yes. is yes. Watch it yeah. worth the watch. <laughs> I'm trying to draw so this saying, out, okay? <laughs> yes. Trying to draw this out. He's doing the vo- like the vocal equivalent of like when you type like school papers, you're like, yeah. and in accordance <laughs> and with. In conclusion. Yeah. In conclusion, I must state the facts here and to and you just <laughs> here and to Trying to hit my word count. <laughs> Right. It is as I say this, <laughs> Jacob. So I watched about. Just Mercy. So it was directed by a director and produced by a producer. <laughs> it was, no, by uh, stars. Destin star. Daniel <laughs> Cretton or Cretton, 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 Cretton. You Cretton? Cretton. <laughs> That's my Michigan Cretton. And it stars uh, Michael B. Jordan, who I love. And Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson, and other people. So, synopsis. The powerful true story of Harvard-educated lawyer Brian Stevenson, who goes to Alabama to defend the disenfranchised and wrongly condemned, including Walter McMillan, a man sentenced to death despite evidence proving his innocence. Brian fights tirelessly for Walter with the system stacked against them. So this movie was made free by Universal, I think. I think it's Universal. So it's free to stream right now. It's a 2020 release. Kyle. According to who? <laughs> IMDb. Yeah, I think I'm checking right now. Go January ahead, keep 10th. It had a limited release Christmas Day of 2019. Limited. So for that us. means for yes, us, it's 2020. a 2020. Yes, exactly. Following our stated rules. <laughs> Here in lies stated written in stone. So I think it's a really important movie to watch right now. Just 
like with everything that's going on, you can really see how a system can be so stacked against someone, especially of those of different races. And that's like, I don't know, it was really powerful, especially with what's going on right now. I wrote like inspirational. I like cried multiple times just because. Yeah. Four times at (laughs) least just because it's so powerful. Like you can feel the helplessness. Yeah. Like this guy, just because he was black and had a relationship one time with a white woman was targeted for marrying, uh, murdering, marrying, murdering someone just because he was black. What's the the time setting? It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was either 90s or early 2000s. Okay. I was, yeah, it was 87. Oh, well, 87. Oh, close to 90. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> By the style, it looked early 90s. Yeah. But yeah, he was. So there was like this law in Alabama, too. So he went, he was going to go to trial before, before that even happened. The judge automatically put him on death row before he like even had a case or anything, just, just because. And it was, there was like a new sheriff in town. He wanted to make himself a name because he was looking so bad because this murder happened. No, they couldn't find anyone. So who do they find? This guy who hadn't done anything. And that's Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx character who was great. He was amazing in this. Well, movie. yeah, he's really always. Good. But yeah, it was cool. Yeah, and he was very subdued, kind of. In relation to how he is in a lot of other movies, you can kind of see in trailers of yeah, he was very nuanced in right. this his approach to this movie. And then Michael B. Jordan was great, also as always. So, like they were the biggest. Brie Larson was like, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, wow, we're so sore. watching Josh's face because <laughs> he's in pain. Yeah, wow, yeah. we so sore. Oh man, <laughs> Brie Larson, I thought was kind of a pointless character in this, and. Where I ended on it wasn't, I was like really struggling between two scores, but I like, it was well done overall, but I don't think it was something that was super special in itself in the way it was done. It was telling a true story. So there's not a lot of leeway, you know, when you're telling a true story. Yeah. But it was one, I don't know. It was so predictable and everything that I did kind of feel long for what it was because I already knew where it was going and everything. Right. So it did feel a little bit dragged out to me, but I think it overall, I really enjoyed watching it. I thought it was really powerful and just makes you sad. So if you want to be sad, here you go. Sign me up. Yeah. If you want, if you want to cry and realize how difficult it is, I think it's important. Everyone should watch this, especially right now. Yeah. I mean, they need to be reminded, you know, people need to be reminded with that. This kind of stuff still exists and wasn't that long ago. Like, and it's still happening now, so very prevalent. Yeah, I ended. Yeah, I mean, obviously, as we've seen, it's happens all the time. Yeah, exactly. Still happening, so definitely an important one to watch. I ended up giving it a three and a half, but it could easily be a four. I don't. I can. Yeah, I could see that easily, but I just thought it wasn't different enough in what it was doing. It did what it did well, but it didn't elevate it really to. Mm-hmm something more especially with the talent behind it story is better than how it was told yeah even though it was way better than that other lost girl movie oh yeah much more interesting to watch than that was according to you yeah lost girls is not that bad though 
It's not that good though either. <laughs> <laughs> this was a much better telling of a true story that happened. Yeah, I'm sure it's I'm sure it is. And acted better too. But I'll watch it. I didn't know it was twenty twenty, so I mean I definitely am I definitely wanted to see it anyway, but now I'm more apt to watch it sooner because it's twenty twenty. Yeah. So So But That's it for movies. Jacob and I have one more thing to talk about. As we said last week, finished Baki season three or part three. I mean, part three. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's not seasons. seasons, Yeah. Yeah, part three. Uh, This is a Netflix original anime. Jacob and I love a good anime. Good one. And And not that this is great. (laughs) I don't. You don't watch Baki for the story. You watch it for the blood, violence, and gore. Just the. Adrenaline fueled action, yeah, testosterone over the top. I love over the top anime, and that's what this is like. When they can, when you can climb up a, a vertical wall with using just his your grip, grip. His grip you sleep so on the wall strong. with your with your fingers gripping. Like that's so stupid and over the top. It's funny though because they try to ground it, like they try to keep everything. It like, that's this what is, I love the this most. This could happen, but not like the really. way they just go over the top and describing it. One of my yeah. favorite ones was actually from the last part, I believe. Okay, when uh, so Baki. I mean, are we doing spoilers? Like, I don't know if anybody's. I watch. highly doubt it. <laughs> Yeah, well, uh, let's just say you should watch it if you're if you, you like anime. It, if yeah. you don't, you're never gonna watch it anyway. So go ahead, spoil it. So when Vaki was poisoned, you know, at the end of the first or second, yeah, part? second part, part so, two, before the tournament, yeah, yep. And then he takes the soup or whatever, like that oh, herbal yeah. <laughs> soup, and instantly, so he was poisoned. Okay, so he got really skinny. He was he could fight somewhat, but he was like, right. you know. Or it looked terrible. He takes his like herbal soup and instantly it <laughs> goes back. Well, to- he gets. OK, so he goes into a, his first fight is against another poison hand user. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But and that cures him the po- because the poison from the other right. poison counteracts the original the poison. poison. Yeah. And, and they then, knew that was going to happen. That's why they wanted him to fight that specific. Yeah, and then guy. he regrows all of his muscle and strength just from like this herbal soup or whatever. And it's because and then like he drinks. That's what I was saying. Where they oh over and he becomes describing like a ste- He becomes like a sauna. He's yeah. But like he had dormant muscle cells sitting in him, ready yeah. for the potential <laughs> energy to kick out. And instantly, as the soup entered, it activate reactivated these memory cells and it came back stronger than ever it was so funny like yeah like whenever something happens and you're like wait what and then they'll be like three thousand years ago in feudal japan (laughs) the ninjas used to do this and this and this and they like do this long explanation what led it to (laughs) today it's but it's so like self-aware that it's just it's great yeah it knows exactly what it is and that's what makes it so amazing because it doesn't try to be anything other than a 90s anime like yeah so they, yeah the original one was in the 90s and now like they just taken it and matured it so and these three parts all do yeah or is the first the f- part the, well, the first no no the yeah the, these, these three parts new, were yeah. all made within okay. the last I didn't know if those two years were the original no no the, the, the original one he original. has short hair it's made in the 90s and he yeah it's it keeps flashing back to it because it knows most people haven't watched that baki yeah. the grappler yeah grappler baki uh but anyway th- back to this part just if we're reviewing this part i liked it uh, this is my least favorite part of I the agree. three it definitely was i thought the tournament setting up the tournament was weird because they do that and then they immediately drop that 
Then they go. Then they say, "Oh no, it's China versus Japan now." Which I'm like, "Okay, I'm all on board." Yeah, with this which stuff. was fine. And then like China just gets its face wiped, like except for the old guy. And they're like, "Okay, <laughs> never mind. We may have lost. Yeah. But now we're changing the rules again." <laughs> yeah, exactly. They just keep changing it. And then that ends, you know. After, of course, uh, his dad is like, you know, undefeated or whatever. And then they go. Then they do this. They f- have three episodes from the point of view of Muhammad Ali Jr. Which was so weird. Yeah, and then he just gets over. wrecked. Over and over. I'm like, what was the point of that? It was just You know weird. Troy Baker's the voice of Bucky? I believe it. I told you he's the voice of like everyone. Yeah. I never watched the American version, though. No, yeah, we watch it dubbed. But or, yeah, I, mean, well, I mean, if you ask Troy Baker, it's probably should. good then, yeah. But, yeah. I also agree this was the weakest. I just felt like it was the least amount of change. Like right. the other ones, so much happened. And this one was pretty much just that tournament. And then like a couple episodes. Yeah. It's it. It's, like, you not know, what's a lot weird happened. is that it feels like, yeah. I like the, f- so they end it with, um, cause Baki always wants to fight and beat his dad. He doesn't care. He doesn't fight to be the strongest. Like every other fighter, he fights to beat his dad. Which he is says, one of the best if my dad is too. the weakest yeah. creature on earth, then I'm fine with being the second weakest. <laughs> yeah. He just wants to beat his dad. Yeah. He only wants but to beat his dad. It just happens to be that his dad's the strongest right. guy in the world. So, <laughs> He has to beat the strongest guy in the world. Um, but <laughs> no, the strongest creature like, on earth. Yeah, yeah so they, they set up they set up the fact that he accepts. Uh, he thinks Baki's worthy of fighting now, so he's gonna fight him. That's how it ends. Which were which you know the whole show is kind of built up to that because he keeps talking about it. Even when the death row inmates were out, he kept talking about fighting his dad. So they finally set that up, but everything else kind of feels just inconsequential. Yeah. It does. Like they set that up and then it says the end to the part or of that part. And then they have another episode that just sets up like the next series or season, season. which is literally just death fighting the death row people again. Yeah. Well, which I'm excited for. Tokyo I'm excited. Revenge, yeah, I, but yeah. At the end of it, I'm still super. I'm more excited for this next season. Yeah. Like, no, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I just think that this whole this whole part almost felt like a filler. Like it did just like to bridge that. the gap to the other ones you know yeah i, so I agree it was, it was actually 2000s oh 2000s okay well basically yeah it feels very early 2000s yeah yeah but there's not actually episodes in 2007 so i don't know what <laughs> it could have been two seasons and it only goes to 2001 but it says that there's well they might have made like an ova in 2007 yeah. or something i don't know That's i don't know how this got i don't animation. know how, why they decided to revive like this yeah, of show all of all the, shows of all the shows yeah i don't know i mean maybe it ended it. maybe, maybe it ended too cult, soon or maybe it had a huge cult following yeah were like, like like they like didn't get to the story because i i didn't want i didn't finish watching the original but they obviously didn't get to the point of where they wanted to go like in the like the, i'm sure the mangas are done or or have a lot more story to them or have him fighting his dad at some point and they didn't get to that and so now they said okay well we can do it in this new version but why that you know, like why pick this show after 19 years? Why? F- <laughs> I mean, we'll get some of the other animes Netflix makes. So let's, they make some weird ones. Yeah, stars. <laughs> There's that new one where the guy wakes up and his face is an alligator and he's oh, got to change. Parasite or whatever? No, that's not Parasite. No, there is a Parasite anime. I know, but it's, well, that's not made by Netflix. Mm, the oh. manga was originally 91 to 99. Oh, there we go. There you go. But the TV show. Anyway, the point is that it's not surprising that they would go with this one. I'm glad they did. Okay, so. I'm loving it. If it's following the manga, there will be 
three more parts. Okay, but don't tell me anything because I don't yeah, want to know what they fight. They're, no, it doesn't say. It just says. Oh, okay. The next one's Baki Hanma, which is his name. Yep. Then Baki Do, and then Baki Do again. <laughs> Baki Do again. Do Baki Do again. <laughs> Baki Do Do. <laughs> 37 volumes, and then 22 volumes, and then uh, five volumes. Yeah. Well, I hope so it goes if it's on following forever. that. Because the first one is Baki the Grappler, and then the second volume is just Baki. Mm. So they are following that. But they don't but they don't they don't title them in the in the uh in the show. It just says part 1, part 2. No, I meant like but if you look at the actual Well, I guess except show, for the title card, it does say Tokyo Revenge at the 137 volumes. Good. Excited. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> you can just shut your brain off and just enjoy people yeah, punching people's faces in and then them being okay. I watched yeah. like <laughs> they're totally ten fine, yeah. It, but yeah, like you, gotta literally watch, you gotta start from the beginning. Crushing their it's face great. in. Yeah, to their watch face. other things. Skull. Uh, yeah, I think that does it. For, right? You know anything else? Nope. Yep. I think we're almost getting. We have our two for next week, don't we? Yeah, we finally know exactly what we're gonna review. We don't have to guess because three big. Well, Artemis Fowl was one of them, so we already watched that. Two other movies came out on Friday. That was King Staten Island and The, the Five, Five Bloods. Bloods. So that's gonna be both. On the next episode should be a big one. Plus, what else we've been watching? Hopefully, can get some more stuff in. I know this was a Super shorter sure. week, but it had to be. We had, yeah, we had a busy week, work week, very busy. Well, and very busy. So, next week, those two. What else we've been watching? And we will try to get uh, the Godfather premium recorded and out as soon as possible. Also, and Kyle's presence so, will definitely be here by next. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> okay. It was supposed, supposed to come to here, here today, but, but it didn't show up. So, so unwrapping for Kyle's birthday too. All right, that'll be all next week. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, that's Suds and Cinema Podcast. Uh, send questions and comments to our email, SudsandCinemaPodcast at gmail you can follow us on Letterboxd and Untapped. I'm at the KG Project. I'm at JSL517. That's J S A L 517. And I am Josh underscore Saldana on both platforms. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Oh